What up, big dog? Hello, breadheads. Hello, Eric. Welcome to another episode of Pink Fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, happy Friday to you and to the herbs, to the cheese. Mm-hmm. Happy Friday. Uh, it's a think tank you didn't know you needed, but we're here twice weekly. You know what I'm saying? Filling up the airwaves with our footlongs. Mm-hmm. What's new on your mind today? Well, Eric, uh, coming off a big night last night, last night a movie, as they say. And <laughs> so just reflecting on my time spent out late with my slimes, a.k.a. Eric, you, having fun in the city. The city was Liddy last night, if you will. <laughs> That's right. We almost went to Subway. We did. You know we, whenever, we debated it. Whenever Ty and I activate, the Subway is on the mind always um but we were not alone this time we had like 10 other people with us it almost happened we had 12 people in total time we could have had one inch each wow just a bite (laughs) that would be kind of a fun party as you invite 11 of your closest friends over everybody brings their foot long and you dice them all up you get 12 inches one inch a slice of everyone's personality yeah but then, like, having to run a train on, like, <laughs> your sandwich mm-hmm. would, would be really gross, especially if you're the last person. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. If, you, if you're the person that gets all the sloppity slop at the bottom, like, bottom end of the sub, like, I don't know if you want to be that, you know? But you're not, like, going, like, bite for bite. You are taking out your best German bread knife and giving it a little chisely slice down, not just the middle, but the middle of the middle and then the middle of that a few more times till you get 12 right are you are you imagining you're like (laughs) passing it around the room like a bong (laughs) like everyone takes a hit yeah exactly um we're passing around the room just like a someone in the phoenix suns hotel Mm, wow (laughs) you know what i mean they're getting passed around (laughs) i originally do know what you mean (laughs) everyone's taking their turn and yeah, Ty, that last bite, the sauciest of them all. Damn. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's not, yeah. not going to be good. <laughs> no, it's always sauciest at the end. And I don't think, I think that sandwich that we blended is mm-hmm. still scarred in my memory. Like, like when I, when you just said like, oh, you're taking your best German knife and you're going to cut that sandwich. I thought about the sandwich we blended and how it was just like spread eagle on the counter. <laughs> like, mm. we took it out of the bag and it was just like... You know what I mean, and <laughs> that's kind of what I was picturing. And I don't, I don't know if I want any part of that to be honest. I get that. Uh, once you see the inside of a sandwich, you can't really look at the outside <laughs> of a sandwich the same. I imagine that's a lot how how like surgeons feel. They're like, I've seen the inside of so many bodies that I yeah. can't look at humans the same way anymore. I carry that trauma everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, what was that Kanye line where he said like? He's like, I'm going to put a GoPro on my dick or something and then make a movie. Oh. Like, yeah. like surgeons do that. Like, they have a tool that has a GoPro on one end and they put that inside of you. Mm-hmm. Is that where Kanye got the lyric inspiration from? He got it from the ER. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember um, what track that's from. Is it from Power? It's from Pablo, the album. So, No, no it would be Power then. No, something from highlights. I think doesn't matter. Um, Yeah, dude, I I don't know. I I can't. Once you like open up the uh, 
Pandora's bread. Whoa, Panera's bread. (laughs) (laughs) Then you can't really close that back up. You've seen the guts. You've seen the the inner workings of the sandwich, the mechanics. It ain't it ain't like it doesn't have the same beauty of like a Richard Nilly, you know? This is a Richard Filthy. Mm-hmm. Richard Philly. <laughs> Richard Filthy? A Richard Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, man, you're right. I don't know. Just I mean, them making a sandwich is a different story though. It's like the act of creation. It's beautiful. Is beautiful in itself. Exactly. Mm. It's like it's zero minutes old. You know, mm-hmm. so it looks oh, it's always gonna look good. But once you like clamp that thing closed, take a knife to it, put it, wrap it in the piece of paper, you know, throw it in the Aesop Rick Owens tote, and then mm-hmm. you know, huck that into your into the back of the E class. I don't know, dude. That thing is taking a lot of beatings, and then by the time you open it, it's not the same sandwich. Damaged goods, man. It's yeah. uh yeah. It's too bad. that something so like the contraception is so beautiful and between two Mm -hmm. people together making this the sandwich and then when it's after it's been delivered you're like (laughs) this is now disgusting and it's covered in slime (laughs) oh man yeah you go from immediately from the best moment one of the best moments of life to the worst like finding out She's pregnant. <laughs> yeah, totally. Damn, bro. So do you think the CEO of Plan B was like really happy on February 13th? Was he just like jumping for joy? He's like, wow, stock fucking oh, sales went up today. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Plan B Incorporated, they have like a blackout period for employee vacations at this time. It's all hands <laughs> on deck. This is their this is their like their code whole, freeze? This is their, <laughs> It's their code freeze. This is their Black Friday. <laughs> the month of February. It's like nobody push any updates to the site because mm-hmm. this is our this is our Black Friday. Yeah, it's the no Black Friday on the formula. Wow, dude, it's Black Friday. <laughs> is that awesome? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> oh shit, Ty, I make myself laugh. Yeah, dude, you're so funny to yourself. Thanks, Ty. Um, someone, someone listening to this is also dying. I hope so. And I hope it's from laughter. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyways, Valentine's Day, did you, you know, get down with wifey? You know, you went out for a little steak and cheese somewhere mm. and um, potentially ended off with a nightcap of sorts. Yeah, dude. There's only a few Tell times a year it. when you, there's only a few times a year when you want to go for the signature menu. And special occasions like Valentine's Day are one of those moments. So steak and cheese, <laughs> Chicken bacon ranch, <laughs> hell, even the tuna. There's, we're pulling out all the stops here, baby. I even said, mm. like, yeah, you can combo up if you want. I don't mind. <laughs> Daddy's got you tonight. Yeah, she is a stakeholder, so mm. it is important to go for the steak and cheese sometimes. Yeah, definitely. No, um, a uh, little bit known, uh, world building for the breadheads. Both Boo and I are both subscribed to the vegetarian pseudo religion. So going out for a nice meal is always um, challenging because you want to pick a restaurant that has not one, but two vegetarian options on the menu so we can both try something different. (laughs) Wow. And it's like, babe, so tonight's special. We're going to do cauliflower like a little bit better tonight. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, 
here's the place. Do you want the risotto or the cauliflower steak? I'll just order the other one. <laughs> that's usually, that's literally what we <laughs> ate on Valentine's Day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. What I do really like, though, is when you go to a restaurant and you, like, tell them that you're vegetarian, mm-hmm. you know, rather than just, like, ordering the menu item with a little V next to it, you mm-hmm. tell them, like, hey, we're eating vegetarian tonight. Like, what can you do for us? Usually they pull out something interesting or they inform you of like some other thing that they can make vegetarian. Do you ever pull out those tricks? Oh, of course. Especially if I'm unhappy with the little V's. What usually (laughs) happens, Eric, is I'll say, hey, I'm a veg head. Any ideas (laughs) of how I should navigate the menu? And then every time the server does the exact same thing, the server takes a big breath and looks off into the distance. They go... And then they say, well, and then they point to the pasta section and they say like, and then they start talking about (laughs) substitutions. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's always this like gap though, where you can tell the brain's stirring or they're put, they're like deciding whether or not they should kick me out of the restaurant or put up with me. I don't know. I think they they truly care about you and they want you to have an elevated experience, you know, regardless Mm -hmm. of what restrictions you might have. Assuming you're going to a good restaurant. Mm-hmm. So they're probably the wheels are churning because you might be the first person they talk to that night, you know, that's a soy boy. <laughs> so sure. they're probably thinking like, okay, well, let's, you know, I'm going to take into the into account the features tonight. I'm going to think about what's fresh. I'm going mm-hmm. to, you know, maybe expand what I've done in the past. Um, I trust that they're looking out for you and they're, you know, and that you're top of mind. Yeah, totally. And I bet you the, they have to proceed with greater sensitivity because the Venn diagram of people who have um, like more moral diets and Karens is really overlapping. <laughs> please, please, let's go on that for a second. You, yeah, you want to well, we double click into that. Okay. In, <laughs> yeah. in circle one of this Venn diagram, Eric, is people who don't have dietary restrictions that they're they're all self-enforced it's like the vegans the vegetarians people that just like decided red meat was uh, a sin evil evil. the people who like get a tummy ache from dairy and the people that like um say they get like gassy and bloated from grain (laughs) like there's like and there's probably a few other classifications keto paleo whatever you know anybody who's like got like a meme diet that's that's circle number one. Circle number two are the people that like to complain at restaurants. Mm. And I think they might be the same person, Eric. They do. I mean, the more like constraints you work with, the more opportunities there are for you to complain, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, if I just tell them, me want something yummy, mm-hmm. then like, if it's as long as it's yummy, I can't complain about it, right? It can be, it, it could be some schlop, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. But I got I that say, yummy, yummy. Yeah, I got that yummy, yummy. <laughs> exactly. Is is Bieber like on the autism scale? He's like, <laughs> like I me me what yummy, <laughs> dude. I don't want to go to dinner with Bieber. No, dude. Just give me the yummy, yummy. <laughs> it's like I, for some I, reason I just like can't see I can't see him being a good hang. Like he's kind of cool on the surface, but I like I just like can't see myself enjoying hanging out with him. He's the Genuinely. type of guy that's like hard to get him off the couch to go do something, you know? He, he's like, he just does want, seem that way. He's like, he wants to run back one more game of Modern Warfare and then, like, then maybe we'll go get some yummy, yummy. 
Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, can we just order in, man? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. it's like, it's like, babe, I'm deep in this YouTube wor- wormhole. I, I'm, you know, I can't get the yummy right now. Yeah. Okay, so let's just hold <laughs> off on that. Yeah, I'm gonna scroll hole. Uh, the thing, you know why? Here's my theory with yummy, yummy, Eric, is that at a certain wealth, I don't think you have to choose anymore what you eat. Other people are making those decisions for you. And if you're eating at like nice restaurants, all the menus are set. Like the chef's going to just give (laughs) you his best stuff. So you really don't need to even know how to read a menu. Like if you ask someone over like a certain wealth bracket, they probably don't even know what the sections of the menu are at this point. Like I know there's handhelds, there's shareables, there's bowls, but like no, okay, no, like <laughs> no four price tag restaurant has a section called handhelds. So exactly. Just let you know that. Yeah, the menu gets smaller, and then eventually it just disappears. So literally, all Ooh. you have to say at like a three Michelin star restaurant is, "Can I get the yummy, yummy?" Because that's just basically you saying like, "Here, wow. bring the airplane, baby, you need to eat." <laughs> wow. Yeah. True. I make too much money to make any decisions about my life myself. So I'm going to need you to just like know what I like and feed me. They're treating the head chef like an algorithm almost like essentially just, yeah. You know, maybe my assistant can tell you and then you feed me. Right. Dude. I'm pretty sure like at a certain wealth class, your dietary restrictions, if you do have any real ones, are prearranged with head chef before you even roll up to the table. Like, do you think like mm, Jay Z has to alert the chef himself upon arrival that he's like gluten intolerant? I doubt that. Someone <laughs> it's else. It's probably on his that. Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like er- early life. Like Jay Z developed his gluten intolerance. <laughs> wow. Now you're probably right, Ty. I mean. Forever, for for whoever you know chose the dinner with Jay Z instead of the fifty k, like mm-hmm. they're they're rolling up to the restaurant. They they probably can't even decide what to eat. It's like Jay is deciding for you as well. Oh yeah, it's all been determined. You you have no say in the matter. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so this is why Subway, Eric, to bring it back to the sandwich chain we love. Subway <laughs> really is the food of the people because it take it takes fine dining the set menu and flips it upside down just like your footlock when you open it because Mm. every everything is a choice every option can be customized personalized completely like reinvented Mm -hmm. and that's like the exact opposite of what any like four price day restaurants trying to do Mm -hmm. so it really is the food of the people you know i think it's probably my biggest gripe with subway You want them to have a, take a stronger stance? <laughs> yeah, I want them to make me feel like I'm eating at an elevated establishment. Like, every time I go there, I I just feel, like, so, like, self-loathing and, like, regretful. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. I come out of Subway, I'm like, wow, I really just, you know, took my life quality down a notch. Mm-hmm. But if I eat at a place with, like, a one-pager menu, there was, like, five things on it. It's ultra curated. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, we don't need to offer you everything, but here's like the best four things you could possibly get. Totally. I, and you know what it is? It's like humans are obviously bad at decision making, but like when you're hungry, when you're in line and when you have so many, many like free things to add, you're not thinking with your headache. You're thinking with like, mm-hmm. your, not your dick either, but like your stomach, you know, but mm-hmm. it has the same like toxic masculine decision making abilities as your dick. Yeah. Yeah, true. 
why can't we go to restaurants and order meals like we would a cocktail though like you know how mm-hmm. cocktail bars like some really like obnoxious ones like don't even have menus they're like tell us what you like you want to make you something it's like i kind of want to see a restaurant concept like that where you just go like I, i'm a vegetarian and i'm in terms of vegetables i'm leaning green tonight mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like okay great i'll do a kale salad or whatever it is you know what i mean it's like yeah yeah that's kind of magical when they come up come up with something that you actually do like based on your parameters that you set for them. Mm-hmm. How come that doesn't exist or does it? I would really like more of that. I feel like <laughs> it is the case at a cocktail bar where you like walk in and you're like, if you see the the mixologist has the leather suspenders, then you're not getting the menu. <laughs> <laughs> like you're gonna have to just yeah. you're gonna have to engage in dialogue to get some get a drink in your hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's a prohibition style underground bar Mm -hmm. the menus are just more evidence that this place exists and that goes against the brand guidelines (laughs) totally you have to complete no signage no menus damn so (laughs) i would love this at restaurants i i'm constantly trying to recreate chase that feeling eric at subway because that's an environment where i have that direct like feedback cycle with my artist with my chef Mm -hmm. yes chef and because uh, you don't really get that at a restaurant. You're always working, you're operating with an intermediary at a restaurant, the server. And that's the problem is that any ideas have to go through them on both sides. And they're just running messenger back and forth, both sides, you know, they're the ref. So until we can eliminate the server position entirely, I will never have direct access to the kitchen and the head chef. And therefore I can never co-create with them. Mm. That's actually interesting. The head chef should be taking the order. Like, I don't want to play yeah. this stupid game of telephone where I'm like, I want like a truffle pasta and then I get something that's like not a truffle pasta. <laughs> I want to talk directly to the guy in charge and be like, listen, buddy, I want your finest truffle tonight and then I want to see what happens. Honestly, that would be way better because like, especially in like you go to a restaurant that has like an open, open kitchen. They like mm-hmm. all open kitchens ripped the subway concept of like seeing the artist work, but I digress. So like, you're like, you're literally paying a server like $19 on top of your already, you're, you're like, you're already the cost of your meal in the form of a tip to basically say, point at like the guy over there that you can see cooking and be like, tell him that I want the truffle risotto. And they're <laughs> like, you right away, sir. And then they walk across yeah. the room and tell them. It's like it's the most lucrative job for the amount of effort because like the server you're you're tipping based on the server's performance mm-hmm. but they're not doing anything other than writing down your order and bringing it to this into the chef like that's my brother you're you're sending a text you know it's it's that easy mm-hmm. just get an audio recording of me saying it and play it back in the kitchen mm-hmm. you don't even gotta talk mm-hmm. hell just wire a microphone from table to grill and i will just i will radio in my commands over <laughs> that'd be pretty incredible to be like hey where the fuck is my steak like in the middle of him cooking it <laughs> can i get some more yam fries <laughs> <laughs> oh boy huh. well speaking of steak and yams i guess i cooked a steak at home for valentine's day mm, i sorry, decided I it's okay. This is the nature of podcasting, Ty. We just mm-hmm. we just keep it moving. 
Um, I decided not to take Bay out because we've been celebrating my birthday for the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. So we've just been like spending like a lot of money on dining out and mm-hmm. almost to the point where TD is phoning me like, hey, is this you? Um, mm. It turns out it no. was. <laughs> no one person should be able to eat this many meals out. Exactly. Um, yeah, I broke the pattern for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, cooked some steaks at home, made some mashed potatoes, some grilled carrots, um, wow. nice little mixed green salad pie mm-hmm. with some, some lemon juice, some olive oil, and some pecorino sprinkled on top. Mm, love that. Yeah, it was wonderful. So I haven't uh, pan-fried a steak in many years. Walk me through your process. Do you mm. season the pan? What type of what cut do you get? Do you mm. put barbecue sauce on it, like some, like the Andrethal? Like, <laughs> what, do you marinate it? What do you? What do you, what do, you do with? Getting, it? I don't um, even. We're getting real Neanderthal money over here, nah. Mm-hmm. But Ty, this is what we did. Step one is we went to Safeway mm-hmm. and bought the last two ribeye triple A steaks. Okay, okay. Well, that's yeah. my. That's usually my preferred cut because it's like. Mm-hmm good it's very good um but it's not like obscenely expensive that i like to i don't want to risk that you know what i mean if i'm gonna spend more than 60 dollars on a steak it's gonna be i, I want like a tablecloth yeah <laughs> yeah let someone else cook it yeah but um so when i get home and i cook the steak all i do really ty is i load the pan with tons of butter and i make sure to use expensive butter for this mm. um and then I put that shit on high heat for about two minutes, put the steaks down. After two minutes, bring that down to medium. Two more minutes go by. Meanwhile, I'm lifting and swimming. You know what I mean? Lifting the mm-hmm. steak, lift, letting the butter swim through. Infusing mm-hmm. um, it. Once, those, once that timer runs up, bring that shit back up to high, flip it over again. Two more minutes. Mm. and it's basically done after that and then in between there i'll throw in some garlic and rosemary into the pan baste that bitch with a spoon Hell yeah. and and then you turn off the heat let it rest for a couple minutes in the pan then you put it on the plate let it rest for two more minutes and then once your meat's nice and rested that's when you get to eating it <laughs> damn that was a great wiki how eric thank you You're um welcome. I, I learned also... it from a YouTube video. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, perfect. <laughs> uh, I get all my best uh, cooking ideas from YouTube videos, too. That's how I learned how to make an omelet. The right Me way. Me, too. <laughs> we, we probably watch the same cooking videos. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. probably. The algorithm oh. knows we're spending too much time together. But mm-hmm. I want to talk to you. I want to double click in on the butter, Eric, for two reasons. First oh, yeah. of all, about it. I also subscribe to your philosophy around only buying the most expensive butter because there's very few ingredients at the grocery store where the highest grade and the lowest grade taste substantially different. Like you can get like, like the house brand of garbanzo beans or like some natty garbanzo beans that like don't even come in a tin. They come in like a cardboard box and they taste the basically the <laughs> exact same. It's a, it's a legume, you know, it's a chickpea. <laughs> and that's the case with the broccoli section the most things like, most things no like if you buy a seven dollar banana or a one dollar banana you think they're going to taste different probably not no butter is the exception eric good butter 
is just it's so far ahead of regular butter and i think it's like i don't i don't think regular butter is regular butter anymore because once you have good butter you're like this doesn't taste like butter you're what's going right. on there butter gate that low tier butter is like just like filler or something it's mm-hmm. like it's like this isn't even it's just like cooking uh it's a cooking appliance at that point it's not meant for consumption you know what i mean same with like like shitty oil or something it's mm-hmm. like you don't you don't put that on your salad it's like only for like frying stuff <laughs> dude it kind of like freaks me <laughs> out in the same way baking soda does like my baking soda shout out to arm and hammer has like mm-hmm. a picture on the side of it and it says great for cleaning things or making cookies <laughs> just like, wait yeah what the fuck is up with that what's going That's on almost, there there's like a few like foods that we have that are alien right like kimchi mm. and like <laughs> baking soda is also in there in that category it's oh, like yeah. what is this how did we how did we invent this that can be used to like make my fridge smell good and also mm-hmm. like you can I don't know, scrub the toilet with it. <laughs> yeah, I can scrub the toilet and also put it in banana bread. <laughs> and I'm like, and if I ask anyone, what is baking soda? They're all like, everyone knows what it is. It's, it's mm-hmm. universal, but no one knows what it is. You're like, I don't really know what it is. No, it's no just, fucking clue. It, it's like just white powder that I'm totally fine eating or putting in my bathtub to get the soap gunk off it. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Jeez. Well, I will tell you, Ty, that my butter and my butter garlic rosemary mm. mixture, that thing absolutely cracks. What and a try. Yeah, it was it was a good Valentine's Day, I gotta say. I love that. I did have one more comment about the butter, if you don't mind. Please. <laughs> okay, you were saying that you were uh, scooping the butter under the meats as the meats fried, infusing mm-hmm. them with flavors. And I really like that idea. And I would like to see that idea applied to my meats on my foot long while the sauces are added or in the vegetables. Like they were mm-hmm. squirted on top. But then you know what happens? You bite into your foot long, black olive pops out, and that thing is dry as a bone. You know, it is, <laughs> it is like it never even met a sauce, let alone he touched one no you're absolutely right the sauce application could be spread out you know what i mean maybe mm-hmm. hit it like you whenever you make a sandwich you put butter on the bread first right mm-hmm. you don't you don't like put lettuce on or like mm-hmm. salami you and then you put butter on that you always put it on the bread totally. nice and spreadable you know what i mean mm-hmm. there could be just something like that with with subway I was thinking more like the sandwich artist takes two fingers and like gently spreads the meats open and then it gets a little bit of the sauce in there and then closes that shit back up. Mm-hmm. And that way it's just like my... a little more integrated. Yeah. I want to see my sandwich do the splits. All right. And bust it open. And then I want, I want my sandwich artist to squirt mayo directly in there. <laughs> artist, <laughs> artist got my sandwich doing backflips. <laughs> Oh boy. Well, we got to talk a bit more about our activation last night, Ty. We went mm-hmm. to, so we didn't go to Subway. Mm-hmm. This is how we started the episode that we're on mm-hmm. right now. We did not mm-hmm. go to Subway, okay? It did not happen. Instead, we went to Fresh Slice. 
and think fresh slice. I think fresh slice. <laughs> and I ordered the most out of everyone. I ordered four slices. Do you remember what I ordered? I had to, I quizzed my LP on this <laughs> as well. Oh shit! You ordered four slices of pizza. You got a pepperoni, uh, supreme meats, a <laughs> yes. regular cheese. Nope. And um, wasn't there one with hot dogs on it? <laughs> you know me so well. These are all things I would definitely order, but I did not because fresh slice is like the goofy of <laughs> of fast food. It's the goofy bro. Just like Subway, you it's like the Subway sauce section if it was a pizza restaurant. Mm, like right. You, you got the barbecue. You got mm-hmm. the fucking hot sauce. You got one with the tzatziki. Yeah. Dude, all fast food pizzas just name their pizzas after sauces. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The guy actually fucked my order, too. Not literally, oh, but no. he fucked it over. <laughs> the guy fucked my pizza. Um, yeah. He took that little plastic plate off of the pizza and just fucked it right there. No, um, he did not. He didn't no. get rid of the plate. Not the little plate. Not the plate. Um, no, nah, you're close though, Ty. I got, I did get butter chicken as well, and nice. I asked for beef. I asked for beef, and I pointed at the beef pizza. But then Wait, you gave me the beef pizza. It's just there's a... beef. <laughs> there's, there's no complimentary sauce in the name, unless it's beef sauce. But there is like a white swirl around it. Like, Fresh Lace loves to do, like, a swirl sauce. And it adds so much to the presentation, I have to admit. It really does. Um, but I wasn't paying attention to it. Budweiser's deep here at this point. Mm-hmm. But he reached in and grabbed the Meat Lovers, which I guess might have beef on it as well. Huh. But you got a few other uh, tag-along friends, a few other meats, perhaps. A little bit of pork mm-hmm. or poultry <laughs> god damn it yeah probably so i had two slices that were almost the same supreme meats and the meat lovers hmm. they're different if you can believe it <laughs> yeah, no, i believe it about supreme meats or whatever any meat the the meat clip the the it's all land animals the the seafaring meats never make the the they're always benched in, the, in these environments, you know? Yeah, it's their shelf life, Ty. Like, that that pizza joint... Like, I can't believe you ordered that fucking pesto, bro. That shit looked like it's been sitting there since, like, last week. Oh, yeah, Because that pesto, pesto was, was turning blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That shit looked like blue cheese. And you even asked the guy, and he said, no, it's pesto. <laughs> you know why I ordered it? Literally, so we could talk about it later. <laughs> I knew it because I commented on how gross it looked and then you immediately were like yeah I'll get one of those (laughs) Uh, so how did that go down how are you maybe that's why you're feeling nauseous today Ty and you won't drink a Budweiser with me on the pod it's the fucking pesto yeah it's nothing to do with the Topo Chico's Um, the pesto could have played a role in it it was really blue and pesto should only be one color and that color is spinach green exactly that is a main ingredient in pesto, right? Well, it is in my household. I think most people use basil. Oh, you're right. It is basil. Mm-hmm. Same color, though. <laughs> same color. It's They're basically the exact same plant. I said one smells better. Yeah, that's true. One's a stinky one. Yeah. 
<laughs> in a good way. In a good way. So, okay, so walk me through, like, what you were tasting. Because I was worried that it was going to be a pesto chicken that you were going to order by accident. But mm-hmm. you could confirm that it was not, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I definitely didn't confirm. But I didn't taste any chicken. And I've That's made good. tofu taste really similar to chicken. So I know what it tastes like. Mm, okay. Uh, it tasted just you like... also had chicken. <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> it tasted like cheese pizza, but with old pesto on it. I don't know what else <laughs> to tell you. <laughs> wow. Well, Ty, I'm happy that you're not, like, cur- curled up beside your toilet today. Because mm-hmm. um, it was a real possibility. It was a high-risk After meal. You and eat that thing. Dude, that thing had the most schlop out of all of the slices anyone ordered. Because you lifted it up, and it was, like, full... 90 degrees, like, bent down. <laughs> That's a red flag when your pizza, like, just curls over and dies when you pick it up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But I think the butter chicken was probably my favorite. I'm not going to lie. I didn't even know they had that kind of, like, fusion program at Fresh Slice. So do they do, instead of a marinara coating, they do a butter chicken, like, sauce coating? Is that the idea? To be honest, I have no clue because it doesn't look like butter chicken. Like, it's not that, like, same orangey red color, right? It's just, like, mm-hmm. it looks like a cheese pizza that with some chicken on it that tastes exactly like butter chicken. Yeah. Like, it's got the butter somewhere in it, I guess. Yeah. Dude, there's – okay, I think it's a common thing in Vancouver, but, like, a lot of pizza places are, like, we sell pizza and Indian food. <laughs> I don't really understand <laughs> really? why, but... There's one up the street from my apartment that I go to, and they do that too. They'll like prepare you a pizza with butter mm. chicken sauce as the base, and then I load that up with like the oh. green peps or some mushrooms or whatever. But I really like it. Like it makes sense. Butter chicken, you want to dip, you want to dip like bread in that, right? Crust. Yeah. Well, it makes a lot of sense because like non bread is basically the same thing as a pizza crust. It is, yeah. Like it's round. It's got like nice t- texture. Mm-hmm. You can make it flat. It's. I think it's actually like very similar. Mm-hmm. They're definitely cousins. They're definitely cousins. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Butter chicken pizza. It's in for twenty twenty three. Fresh slice is in. Like, we always talk about big beer tie, but I think fast food is gonna make a comeback this year as well. Like, we're not gonna oh, care about. Yeah, we're not gonna care about like fancy dining or like food presentation i just want you to like take a pair of tongs take it out of the sneeze guard and hand it to me like mm-hmm. that's my ideal type of service i even tipped at this restaurant because you're so quick damn uh that's impressive despite him getting your order wrong it's pretty funny <laughs> well, i know it's so stupid i tipped and then i saw the order was wrong yeah well it's all part of the plan a, that's a different problem that's a tipping problem but i also have a really like I'm putting all my all my money in fast food this year, both from a personal consumption perspective, but also from a, an investment perspective, because we're going into a recession, right? And people want to know, <laughs> how can I get a lot of food? How can I get real cheap? And how can I know that I can, how can I know what I'm going to get? That's the big thing is they, they don't want any surprises because we're all, we're all on top times, right? That's why I bought a bunch of stock in Denny's the other day, Eric. Denny's is making a comeback. <laughs> Good for you, Ty. I think it's great that you're signal boosting this because you might need it. <laughs> mm-hmm, 
You, yeah, I'm gonna rug pull everybody. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I don't know, dude. You are definitely one to like gamble with stocks. You don't seem like the type to like, you know, invest for the long term. You want you want quick money, and mm-hmm. I'm actually curious to know if you've made how much money you've made doing this. If it's anything like the Super Bowl, then <laughs> like <laughs> you're not very good at gambling <laughs> in general, so. I, I caution all breadheads to take Ty's advice. Please seek the advice of a financial advisor. Mm-hmm. Um, we are not doing that right now. We're not financial advisors. We are only bread advisors. And uh, we are very confident in that department. But when it comes to stocks, I don't know, man. The uh, terms and conditions you're tacking on to my financial advice <laughs> is really affecting my pump and dump, Eric. But um, you are right. I would say that my track record is... A pretty big number, but it has a little negative in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I've never heard anyone spin like a recession so well. Yeah. It's just the way it's a big be, number. Yeah. It's just got a little line in front it's of it. A little I don't know how much you care about that little line. <laughs> yeah, just don't look at that. But yeah, it, it's yeah. not it's not good out there. I'm down bad and most of my um uh fi- fi- financial uh ventures, if you will. So if you, it, but it's okay, you know, it's, it's short-term thinking with long-term payouts. I have a feeling that it'll all come around. Like, yeah. You just That's wait five years from now, man, when you're like, I wish I bought more Bitcoin, Ty. And I'll say, mm-hmm. I'd give you some of mine, but it's worth too much. Um, the other thing with Denny's is like, hasn't it been around since like the thirties or something? Yeah, it's so old. They clearly have a working business model. Like, yeah, they have a better business model than Uber. Yeah, if anything's been around for a hundred years, then I'm pretty sure it's like they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do if you get hired at Denny's is like, don't fuck it up. You know, mm-hmm. like anyone at HQ at Subway, it's like just don't do anything. Like, yeah, just do make exactly the food what we tell you. Do exactly what Think Fresh tells you, uh-huh. and you'll receive an invoice in the mail shortly. Mm-hmm. it's so simple it was all so simple uh-huh. as connie says yeah it was all good just a week ago <laughs> <laughs> oh shit well that won't be the case of denny's eric every denny's i drive by any denny's i walk by it's packed all times of day all times of night people are turning up in denny's i also attribute this to eggflation prices of denny's only incrementally risen at the this time of like this in this state of the economy but the prices of eggs have like doubled <laughs> so if you want to have an egg you're actually saving money by going to Denny's. I mean, you're probably right about that. You know, um, L- my LP, his, uh, her grandpa pulled up today for lunch and he brought a carton of eggs with him. <laughs> and I just I was like, in this economy? <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's a pretty bougie like, gift or flex. It I'm wasn't sure. good. Is, is he there to give it or just to show it off? <laughs> That'd be really funny to show off like a 25 pack of eggs like like mm-hmm. yo, you wish you could have this flat right here, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, it was a gift, and it's a very generous one in I this economy. Generous. May I ask which mm-hmm. size? Uh, twelve, and with bonus omega threes, Ty. Oh, nice. I'm assuming large. Yes, is that what you meant by size? Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant by size. But do they make any like large? Question, yeah, they make medium. <laughs> they make extra large. They. I think you can get a carton that's exclusively double yolks. Whoa, the rare ones. 
Mm-hmm. They probably have that shit in Japan, like like fifty dollars a carton, double yolk eggs. Bro, it's concerning if you get a double yolk egg. You're like, is this chicken all right? Like, is this chicken got three wings? Like, if it's mm-hmm. making two yolks, it's probably got a few other um, abnormalities. Yeah, well, just like us, Ty. That's two yolks in a shell, and um, but you're my treacherous little twin. What can I say? Hell yeah. And uh, this shell, this booth, this is our, uh, <laughs> this is our home. <laughs> we're inside. We're under the chicken's sitting on our faces right now, and we're just under there, under that fluffy bosom, staying warm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As much as I love the comfort of this dark hole, I think it's time to crack our beaks on the the slimy inner wall and break free for the weekend, Eric. <laughs> Oh no, I'm falling in Eric's buttery frying pan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Sam, I'm opening my beak wide open, you know what I mean? Ready for LP to swing by and put a worm in there and feed me Mm. and get me ready for the weekend. Mm, That sounds nice. You're going to be eating worms. I'm going to go order some buttery chicken pizza right now. I got a craving. Wow, I'm pretty hungry too. I might have to crack one of these 12 eggs I just received for free. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to put it straight into my, uh, not my beep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, that's the end of Think Fresh <laughs> Podcast, episode 200. It was, it was, uh, <laughs> it was Blend Jet. I was going to say Blend Jet, but we don't, it, it was redacted, Ty. It I was, was going to put it in my Blend Jet, but we don't, we don't, we don't know where, where that. We don't that know where we stand with Blend Jet right now. Yeah, <laughs> we're on. We're it's an on again, off again relationship, much like their fifteen second blend cycles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, right now, we are a dead battery blender. We need to be That's recharged. Right. Mine is That's always right. dead. Yeah, at the moment, mine's dead as well. Just like need- their partnership. Need a uh, big blend jet to bring me the USB C cord lifeline. Mm-hmm, Juice exactly. me up again. Yeah, but subscribe to our link tree in case mm-hmm. you want to receive immediate n- news on some deals that we were gonna have probably this quarter. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. stay tuned this quarter. New new Big shit come dropping soon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Big things coming. Exactly. Watch this space. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, I don't know. Don't do anything. Don't worry yeah. about it. We're good. Don't worry about it. Ch- uh, dine at Denny's and uh, have a great weekend. You as well. Ciao. All right. Think fresh slice, everyone. Ciao. <laughs>